Section 49 of England. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Patrick Seaman. The World's Story, Volume 9, England. Edited by Ava March Tappan. Section 49. The Hunting of the Cheviot, 1388. In the times of disagreement between England and Scotland, there were continual border forays, about which stirring ballads were afterwards written. The best of these is Chevy Chase, or The Hunting of the Cheviot, which Sir Philip Sidney said moved his heart more than the sound of a trumpet. This contest was fought between the Douglas family, who dwelt on the Scottish side, and the Percys, whose home was on the English. One family would start out with all the retainers for a day's hunting on the other side of the border. Then, if they met the other family, a thing that both parties hoped would come to pass, there was a fight. The ballad is a spirited account of this foray and fight. The Editor The Percy, out of Northumberland, and a vow to God may he, that he would hunt in the mountains of Cheviot, within days three, and the maugre of doughty Douglas, and all that ever with him be, the fattest hearts in all Cheviot, he said he would kill and carry them away. By my face at the doughty Douglas again, I will let that hunting if I may. And the Percy of Bamboro came, with him a mighty meanie, with fifteen hundred archers bold of blood and bone. They were chosen out of Shire's three. This began on a Monday at morn, in Cheviot, the hills so high. The child may ruin that is unborn, it was more the pity. The drivers through the woods went, for to raise the deer. Bowmen bickered upon the bent, with their broad arrows clear. Then the wild Thoreau the woods went, on every side sheer. Greyhounds Thoreau the greaves glent, for to kill their deer. They began in Cheviot, the hills above, early on Monday. By that it drew to the hour of noon, a hundred fat hearts dead there lay. They blew a mort upon the bent, they assembled on side sheer. To the quarry then the Percy went, to the brittling of the deer. He said, it was the Douglas's promise this day to meet me here, but I wist he would fail betterment, a great oath the Percy swear. At the last a squire of Northumberland looked at his hand full nigh, he was aware of the doughty Douglas coming, with him a mighty meanie. Both with spear, bill, and brand, it was a mighty sight to see, hardier men both of heart nor hand were not in Christianity. There were twenty hundred spearmen good, without him any fail. They were borne along by the water of Tweed, in the bounds of Tiddydale. Leave off the brittling the deer, he said, to your bows look ye take good heed, for never since ye were on your mother's born, had ye never so mickle need. The doubtly Douglas on a steed he rode at his men for form, his armor glinted as a gleed, a bolder bairn was never born. Tell me who ye are, he says, or whose men that ye be, 
who gave you leave to hunt in the Cheviot chase, in the spite of me. The first man that ever him an answer made, it was the good Lord Percy. He would not tell thee whose men we are, he says, nor whose men that we be, but we will hunt here in this chase, in the spite of thine and of thee. The fattest hearts in all Cheviot we have killed and cast to carry them away. By my troth, said the Dowdy Douglas again, therefore the one of us shall die this day. Then said the Dowdy Douglas unto the Lord Percy, To kill all these guiltless men, alas, it were great pity. But Percy, thou art a lord of land, I am an earl called within my country. That all our men upon a party stand, and do the battle of thee and of me. Now a curse on his crown, said the Lord Percy. Whoever thereto says nay, by my troth, Doughty Douglas, he says, thou shalt never see that day. Neither in England, Scotland, nor France, nor for no man of a woman born, but in fortune be my chance. I dare meet him, one man for one. Then bespake of Squire of Northumberland, Richard Witherington was his name. It shall never be told in South England, he says, to King Henry the Fourth for shame. I what ye been, great lord, is too. I am a squire of land. I will never see my captain fight on a field, and stand myself and look on. But while I may my weapon wield, I will not fail both heart and hand. That day, that day, that dreadful day, the first fit here I find. And you will hear any more o' oh, the hunting, o' oh, the Cheviot, yet is there more behind. The Englishmen had their bows e bent, their hearts were good, and now, the first of arrows that they shot off, seven score spearmen they slew. Yet bides the Earl Douglas upon the bent, a captain good enow, and that was seen veriment, for he wrought them both woe and woe. The Douglas parted his host in three, like a chief chieftain of pride. With sure spears of mighty tree, they came in on every side. Through our English archery gave many a wound full wide, many a doughty they guard to die, which gained them no pride. The Englishmen let their bows be, and pulled out brands that were bright. It was a heavy sight to see, bright swords on bastards light. Through rich mail and manipole, many stern they stroke down straight, many a freak that was full free, their under foot did light. At last the Douglas and the Percy met, like the captains of might and of main. They swapped together till they both swept, with swords that are fine Milan. These worthy freaks for to fight, thereto they were full fain, till the blood out of their bastards sprent as ever did hail or rain. Hold thee, Percy, said the Douglas, and I, faith, I'll she thee bring, where thou shalt have an earl's wages of Jamie, our Scottish king. Thou shalt have thy ransom free. I height thee here this thing. For the manfullest man yet art thou that ever I conquered in field fighting. Nay, said the Lord Percy, I told it thee before that I would never yield it be to no man of a woman born. 
With that there came an arrow hastily forth of a mighty wane, and hath stricken the Earl Douglas in at the breast vein. Thorough liver and lungs bathe, the sharp arrow is gone, that never after in all his live days he spake no words but one, that was, Fight ye, my merry men, while ye may, for my life days be gone. The Percy leaned on his brand, and saw the Douglas die. He took the dead man by the hand, and said, Woe is me for thee. To have saved thy life I have parted with my lands for years three. For a better man of heart nor of hand was not in all the north country. Of all that saw a Scottish knight was called Sir Hugh Montgomery. He saw the Douglas to the death was dight. He spended a spear, a trusty tree. He rode upon a courser, Thoreau, a hundred archery. He never stinted, nor never blamed, till he came to the good Lord Percy. He set upon the Lord Percy a dint that was full sore, with a sure spear of a mighty tree, clean through the body he the Percy bore. And to other side, that a man might see, a large cloth yard and mare. Two better captains were not in Christianity than that day slain were there. An archer of Northumberland saw slain was the Lord Percy. He bare a bent bow in his hand, was made of trusty tree. An arrow that a cloth yard was long, to the hard steel held he. A dint that was both sad and sore, he set on Sir Hugh Montgomery. The dint it was both sad and sore, yet he on Montgomery set. The swan feathers that his arrow bore, with his heart blood they were wet. There was never a freak when foot would flee, but still in our store did stand, hewing on each other while they might dree with many a baleful brand. This battle began in Cheviot, an hour before the noon, and when even song bell was rung, the battle was not half done. They took on either hand by the light of the moon. Many had no strength for to stand in Cheviot, the heels of boon. Of fifteen hundred archers of England went away but fifty and three. Of twenty hundred spearmen of Scotland but even five and fifty. But all were slain Cheviot within. They had no strength to stand on high. The child may rue that is unborn. It was the more pitié. There was slain with the Lord Percy, Sir John of Argerstone, Sir Roger behind Hartley, Sir William the Bold Heron, Sir George the Worthy Lovell, a knight of great renown, Sir Ralph the Rich Rugby, with dints were beaten down. For Witherington my heart was woe, that ever he slain should be. For when both his legs were hewn in two, yet he kneeled and fought on his knee. There was slain with the doughty Douglas, Sir Hugh Montgomery, Sir Davy Liddell, that worthy was, his sister's son was he. Sir Charles O'Murray in that place, that never a foot would flee. Sir Hugh Maxwell, a lord he was, with the Douglas did he dee. So on the morrow they made them beers, of birch and hazel so grey. Many widows with weeping tears came to fetch their mates away. 
Tiviedale may carp of care, Northumberland may make great moan, for two such captains as slain were there, on the march party shall never be none. Word has come to Edinburgh, to Jamie the Scottish king, the doughty Douglas, lieutenant of the marshes, he they slain Cheviot within. He hands did he wheel and ring, he said, alas and woe is me, such and another captain Scotland within, he said, in faith should never be. What is come to lovely London, to the fourth Harry, our king, that Lord Percy, lieutenant of the marches, he lay slain Cheviot within? God have mercy on his soul, said King Harry. Good Lord, if thy will it be. I have a hundred captains in England, he said, as good as ever was he. But Percy, as I brook my life, thy death will quit shall be. As our noble king made his avow, like a noble prince of renown, for the death of the Lord Percy he did the battle of Hommeldown. Where six and thirty Scottish knights on a day were beaten down, Glendale glittered on their armor bright over castle, tower, and town. This was the hunting of the Cheviot that tear began this spurn. Old men that know the ground wheel and now call it the Battle of Otterburn. At Otterburn began this spurn upon a monon day. There was the doughty Douglas slain. The Percy never went away. There was never a time on the march parties since the Douglas and the Percy met. But it was marvel, and the red blood ran not as the rain does in the street. And now may heaven amend us all, and to the bliss us bring. Thus was the hunting of the Cheviot. God send us all good ending. End of section 49. This recording is in the public domain.